Welcome to Tracklisting, the podcast where a musician, a comedian, and a painter talk about old albums for some reason. I'm Nick. I'm Caleb. I'm Chris. <laughs> Welcome home, guys. We're going to figure Welcome out the home. order of those someday. I always look to Caleb to see if he's going to say his name first or if I'm going to say it first. <laughs> You're I'm always waiting it. for you to do it, but then you just like lean to the microphone and, and then you I stop. look. Yeah, and then I look. And you yeah. look over at me, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta do it. We got a doozy this week, man. We got a doozy this one. <laughs> this one's not a doozy. This one is a doozy, baby. Where is this coming from? <laughs> Where did this come from? Do you want me to do the intro? Or you want me to just like jump into it? Meet us halfway, man. What, are, right, what so, do you got? Uh, this Ted, is a, this Caleb's is a soundtrack. This, this is Caleb's a pick. I just uh, I thought this would be a little bit of a Caleb's a, na- a nice leisurely pick. So 1998. Uh, I guess I have to justify why I picked this, but this is um. A Life Less Ordinary, which is a Danny Boyle film. Uh, Danny Boyle, of course, famous for 28 Days Later, uh, the movie where the guy cuts his arm off, uh, and mm. I mean, most notably, Train Spotting. Uh, the Beach. The Beach. Uh, <laughs> yeah. lest, lest we not forget. Classic. <laughs> lest beach. we forget. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, he did Slumdog? Yeah. No. Oh, man. Uh, 20 Sunshine. Days Later? Sunshine is actually a little bit underrated, even though the ending gets a little... I heard crazy. that's good. The sci-fi one, yeah, right? Yeah, man, it's good. They gotta, they gotta fix the sun. Gotta yeah, cure yeah. the sun, right? Yeah, gotta get that... <laughs> gotta get that sun going. <laughs> um, so, uh, but we're not doing any of those. Life Less Ordinary. So, uh, a little bit of background. I think I'm not alone in saying that the soundtrack to Train Spotting was, like, one of those great soundtracks that we had as a kid that... Introduced introduced me and probably a lot of people like me to some of our favorite music to this day, like New Order, Pulp, uh, that kind of, and this soundtrack is not that, but this is this is Danny Boyle's uh, <laughs> this is Danny Boyle's follow up, and I had this I had this album for some reason, and for some um, reason? for some reason, yeah. just like everything we do here is for some reason. Um, there, I think that there are some. I think we'll find there are some good songs on here. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, bad songs by bands that have a good song, so yeah. maybe there'll be stuff yeah. to talk about. Yeah. But let's let's get into it. Up this first, is... we have "Deadweight" by Beck. This is Beck, famous Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Beck. Classic back sound. Yeah, I remember liking well, this song quite a bit. Back elevator I music. Yeah, I think it's yeah, good. Yeah. Well, so back obviously he had like the uh, mellow gold with the one big hit with Loser, mm-hmm. and then he kind of disappeared for a while, and then resurfaced with uh, Odelay, which was a gigantic record. Yeah. And this, I think uh, Nick was saying that this was like a included in the like a deluxe version of Odelay or something. I think that's right, yeah. It was essentially done in the same period. It was probably a, a cut that didn't make the record from the same, like, uh, recording sessions. But um, was a little too- bit of that revival, a little bit, like, weird lounge tropicalia um, before he got into kind of, like, the full-on funk back era. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I think it holds up. I think it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I like that song. Uh, it was two turntables and microphones. Is that on Odelay? I believe so. Yeah. Like Devil's that. Haircut. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think okay. Where It's At is what is what this song called. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Makes sense. Um, yeah, I got nothing against that song. Dead weight. <laughs> dead weight. A great track, next. Like, uh, dead weight, I like let you know I am that on this podcast. Uh, Chris, Chris and I are in like a weird combative phase now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. We're so like, he's like, well, I know I'm not going to yell at you for this one. <laughs> I'm going to let this one pass. It's dead yeah, weight. Tensions are high. It's fine, it's fine. Tensions are high here at Drink Studios. <laughs> I think it's like a fine, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's great movie music. It's yeah, very, let's move like, on. Let's move on. No, okay. <laughs> no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That, that goes perfect into the second track <laughs> on the album, which is Love Is Here. Okay. By Luscious Bye. Jackson. Luscious Jackson. Luscious Jackson. Uh, the least famous of the Jackson brothers. <laughs> Luscious. Luscious. God. Oh, man. Yeah, just put on your Jamiroquai hat and get to work on this song, man. <laughs> Meet me at the warehouse. <laughs> Meet me at the industrial <laughs> dance club. <laughs> Some 90s action right there. Yeah, I, I mean, Luscious Jackson was one of those bands that had one hit song that I remember like liking quite a bit and hearing a ton. Yeah. And then, yeah, they you know they get they get like a little bit of a pass. They show up on soundtracks here and there with kind of mediocre trip hoppy alternative yeah. format radio. You just got to name your all girl band after a famous basketball player. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I was like. Should be a hit, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not crazy about that song, but whatever. That's like an okay song. Like, you know, that could like be on the Saint soundtrack or like, you know, like any sort of yeah, if don't like tease a, me. Don't nah, tease yeah. me, Nick. Yeah. Know that I own that Saint soundtrack. <laughs> There's actually a few bands on this soundtrack that are also on the Saint. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I'm teasing you, Darden. You're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna bring you around on this record. <laughs> I don't even know if I, I, I honestly, at the end of each episode, we review obviously the the record we listen to, and I, I didn't think about it long enough to even make a decision whether I like this record or not, but. It's good. Well, you can. We're doing it in real deciding time. Deciding the process. Figure it out in real time. Do it yeah. live. Do it live. Do it live. So if you're a betting man, it's probably going to be a seven point five out of fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Get off your high horse, man! <laughs> Come on, Come on. Come on man. this is great. <laughs> what have we got up next? This is um, a title track here, "A Life Less Ordinary" by Ash. Oh, man. We do have to hear the beginning of this track. Yeah. Do we? The little <laughs> snippet at the very beginning. Oh, no. All right, let's hear that. Oh, yeah. It's the total rip of the uh, Temple of the Dog riff. It's a uh, hunger strike. <laughs> I'm going hungry. Wait. And that you also sounds remember like... Temple of the Dog. And that's the, the grunge supergroup. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also a, a Blink One Eighty Two sort of does like oh, a yeah. that do 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 at the beginning of one of their songs too. Uh, so this song existed before the film. The film yeah, borrows so, so its the name yeah. from this title. The movie is named after uh, a completely generic Ash song, which <laughs> <It's insane>. probably. <laughs> 
Caleb, can you give us a preview in your own words about what this movie is about? That's an interesting question. Interesting question. Funny you bring that up. Funny you bring that up because what's going on in this movie? I I definitely like went down to the local video store and checked this bad boy out and watched it once. Oh man! So that would have been uh, probably twenty years ago. This is Cameron Diaz coming coming off hot off the mask. It was (laughs) everybody was obviously thinking they were making the next Train Spotting. And yeah. it's, it's, uh, if I was going to describe it, it would be like somebody watched True Romance and tried to make it more, uh, like less violent, less Tarantino and more kind of like magical realism. Yeah. And it does not work. It's, uh, it's weird, man. And I kind of half remember I had to read, but okay. The cast is amazing. Yeah. You have Ewan McGregor, you have, uh, Stanley Tucci, Holly Hunter, uh, Dan Hayata. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good cast. Who's the Who's the uh, the black guy? The oh, Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo. Also, uh, Captain Wanta from Congo. Oh, oh. that's Congo. my favorite. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Stop eating my sesame cake." <laughs> <laughs> that's all I know. That guy. I'm like, "Oh, the sesame cake guy." Like he's been in so many movies, but I'm like, "Oh, eating sesame cake." Oh, what's the Congo soundtrack next episode? Ooh, Congo <laughs> soundtrack. Wild. We're gonna save that for uh, Crichton February or whatever. We're gonna do a full, full compliment of oh Crichton my God. films. Well, have fun with that, guys. Yeah. I'll leave all the gear for you. Yeah, thank you so much, oh, man. Uh, so Ash, Ash is yeah. a band that I remember, but every time I was like, oh yeah, they did that one song, and I was like, no, that's like a band called Fastball. I have no idea why I know Ash. I, I know like, Fastball. I don't know Ash at all. I don't that know just, Ash. That seemed to blend into the, like, that just well, that's oozed into the walls of the 90s that, like, I mean, that could be any It band. was literally a little shocking to me to realize that the movie was named after that song, not yeah. the way around. Well, I think it's just a clever, you know, like, that's a vague enough, it's, it's about life. It's about mm-hmm. love, you know. It's just one of those like <laughs> taglines that means nothing, but like you know, a life less ordinary. That could be a movie about anything, right? Just like can't hardly wait. Can't hardly wait so, for yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> like, a life less to be ordinary. Over. Yeah. But, but not not terrible. Not terrible. It's that that classic '90s sound, you know. Yeah, got some more '90s sounds here. Yeah, it's Northern Northern Ireland band, by the way. I think a lot of these. Bands oh really? Are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Most of these bands are from the UK, right? Yeah, this is Danny, like Danny Boyle, I feel like, I think probably the age he was probably in his, um, you know, teens and 20s around like the new wave era. And so when he did the um, the train spotting soundtrack, it was all like the music he loved when he was like, you know, in England. Yeah. And this is maybe him missing the mark as like a slightly out of touch. Like he, he's doing the 90s version of that. And it's a lot of kind of half misses and and bummers. What? It's that sophomore slump that like so many filmmakers and bands like go through. It's like mm-hmm. their first movie or first album, they put every ounce of everything they've got into it. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, sweet. That was great. Here's a bunch of money. Figure something out." And they're like, "Okay. All right. Um, well, here's an idea. Well, here's an idea I had. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think. I mean, and somehow Maroon Five right still in, has right a career. You, uh, <laughs> right in if you understand. disagree, but I feel like the script of this movie might have started with Ewan McGregor's haircut because yeah. he has like a very late '90s British haircut. It's kind of uh, kind of foppy. <laughs> like it's like a little of... bit mullety and mm-hmm. like spiky. I don't know. Like probably the it's like a Foo Fighters haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're going to move on. <laughs> this is track four. This is Velvet Divorce by Sneaker Pimps. Oh, 
Now, what's the big sneaker pimp song? Six, got a, Six Underground. Six, Six Underground. Underground. Okay. It's kind of some spooky trip hop. Yeah. They're like a low rent Portis Head, low rent yeah. Massive Attack. Yeah. Um, which is like, it's a thing. Rent controlled Massive Attack. <laughs> rent controlled Massive Attack. <laughs> small like medium attack uh there <laughs> oh, dad joke um yeah i mean that's fine it's trip hop is kind of like a very regional and uh period specific genre that i actually miss because i think it it's like enjoyable to like revisit that like seeing trip hop trip hop mm-hmm. so like the tricky just want to make sure it, it was all like uh <laughs> like uk kind of hip-hop ex- like inspired yeah like loungy like low tempo Kind of hip hop, kind of electronic. Yeah. One of the things I like about it is that it completely went away. So yeah. it doesn't exist. There's <laughs> yeah, no like, yeah, oh, yeah, well, what about like trip hop now? It's like, there is none. It's mm-hmm. find it. You can't. But at the time, I mean, Portis Head's still around. And Portis yeah. Head is, is obviously, I think, the best example of but all that. Would you say like like Thievery Corporation is like mm-hmm. what like yeah. the remnants of trip hop was? And then that, well, even that kind of died out. Trickle down. Trip yeah. yeah. But yeah. trip hop was, um, it was. It was it was sample heavy. Yeah, they like took the sampling from hip hop, which was cool because a lot of those you don't even realize that Six Underground uh, had a sample from the James Bond soundtrack from uh, Golden or no Goldfinger, mm-hmm. and uh, that Portishead song sampled an Isaac Hayes track, Sweet. and they like turned it into this kind of like noirish spy like kind of like cool loungy music. I I, I like it. Spy hop. Um, spy. <laughs> Yeah. I would all James Bond based. <laughs> it's all James Bond samples, man. My my friend Victoria, she told us we got to do this one album that's all it, it's all James Bond covers. Mm. It's all like the James Bond theme covers. Interesting. We can't do it. I, I, I wouldn't I, be able to make it through that album. I thought at first, I was like, I was like, oh, he's like mentioning his friend. It's going to be cool for her to listen to this. And yeah. then you just like bag on her. <laughs> no, no. You know, I got this great friend and she had this, and it's a terrible idea and we're never going to do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying it, it, it is a good idea, uh, but I, it's, it, uh, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> was it, it was Radiohead that uh, wrote a song for the uh, James Bond, one of the new James Bonds. The and it, it didn't James land. Uh, yeah, it was, they didn't. It was too weird. It. Yeah, and they did they rip it from it. Yeah, Spectre. Got the boot. Yeah. Um, oh man, Spectre sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a James Bond fan. I'm you, a, Caleb, I'm a, I'm a Caleb really likes James Bond, especially I'm the Sean Connery guy. Like the the early James Bond movies are really good. I never dug it. Just couldn't get into Golden it. Eye for Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, no, the game. Yeah. Perfect Dark. <laughs> I even better. I think I have one <laughs> of the soundtracks on vinyl. I think I have Thunderball. Uh-oh. Yeah, which is uh, it's good. It's there's a guy. It's who... the Roger Moore, right? No, no, Thunderball is the very first. It's uh... oh no, what am I thinking of? Which is the Roger Moore? Um, there's the one where he goes to space, Moonraker. Nah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't give a shit about this conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's Moonraker. It's Moonraker. It's Moonraker. Yeah. <laughs> You're just supposed to agree and move on. You don't be like. This next band name kind of gives me that same song. <laughs> this is a folk implosion. <laughs> okay, God. you're gonna hate, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna drop some folk implosion knowledge on with, you. Oh God, here we go. You with their with that. their track "Kingdom of Lies." Ooh, oh, Alabama shakes, and then there we go. in comes the trip hop. <laughs> Dude, I like trip hop invasion. Trip hop invasion. <laughs> 
All right, what do you got on Folk Implosion? So first of all, Folk Implosion, when I was in high school, had a single called Natural One, which is very good. It's like it's all bass line and drums, which is like two of my favorite like essential parts of any groove. They hit me. It's all groove, and but uh, Folk Implosion is a project of one of the guys from Dinosaur Junior. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. I, I would, all right. I wouldn't say that it's a solo okay, project because, legit. but it's. <laughs> It's, good. <laughs> it's like real it's like basically one of the guys from dinosaur jr and i'm not uh i'm not so versed in dinosaur jr that i know like he's it's not the lead singer i can't remember his name but uh i just know what he looks like just those weird like thick rimmed glasses and then crazy long hair <laughs> jay macius yeah he, he, he looks jay mascus yeah Mas- no he, it's not jay mascus it's another guy from uh, dinosaur he, jr. he basically looks like i don't know if you've seen the the matrix reloaded but he looks like one <laughs> i have of the, seen the matrix like, the, wait, albino oh, the albino oh, like yeah. vampire ghost twins. twins yeah he looks a lot like that my new but... band albino ghost twins <laughs> dude those matrix <laughs> sequels i remember like a bad dream there's like I, I can like picture people in it, but I have no idea what happens. <laughs> Those things just like no one has a face. Just, they flow yeah. through you like bad Mexican food. It's like, <laughs> oh, gone. Oh, it is gone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Those folk, are really bad. I, I I recommend that everybody listen to Natural One by Folk Implosion. I maintain that it's actually a good song. That is off their album One Part Lullaby. I, I think they they had a couple songs. They were, I can't they, get over their name. Folk <laughs> Implosion. It's like, <laughs> that's like, hey, we're having a folk festival. Uh, we can't figure out what to call I, it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Just like, ah! If you think too hard about any of the band names from the 90s of the bands you love, you're going to realize they're terrible. Oh, it's true. only because you've completely disassociated. Yeah. Like Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. Pearl Jam. Jam. <laughs> is it a jam made of pearls? Or uh, is it, is it Radiohead? Yeah, no, talking Heads song. Talking yeah, that's a Talking Heads reference. Yeah. Ooh, that's a yeah, that's a that's a fair point. That like I've just disassociated. If you if you had fallen in love with Folk Implosion when you were fourteen, yeah, you'd be like Folk Implosion, best, great name, (laughs) yeah, perfect circle, string cheese incident. (laughs) Uh, I see, I see that, I see the name of that band without even batting an eye. You know what I mean? I should like roll my eyes every time I say it. You've so. seen those people that make those like fake Coachella posters, you know, <laughs> yeah, with like the like, band names that get smaller and they're all completely like, made up, <laughs> randomly generated <laughs> indie yes. band names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, we'll have to pull one of those up during the break. Hell yeah! All right, the next track we have is uh, "Leave" by REM. There we go. Michael Stipe and Company. So REM, man. <laughs> Extremely REM. Extremely REM. It's funny because there's a weird, there's this weird noise that goes to the whole track. Yeah. That noise, man. Yeah, they didn't even know that there was a, an alarm going on yeah. in the next room. Leave they were it just in, like, man. Leave it in. Leave Dude, it the in. weird thing is, I remember this song. I know this song, but I remember it without that noise. <laughs> So I was like, what? oh yeah, this song's good. That's and I was like, when does that noise stop? It goes through it the It never thing. stops. This is this is generally like a later I like early REM, like all the the stuff they did on uh, IRS. Like the kind of like late eighties, maybe some of the early nineties stuff. But like when you get to this point, I kind of fall off of REM. But that song I feel like would be really good if it wasn't for you know, <laughs> <laughs> <a> siren. <laughs> so I'm trying to, this guy here, um, 
uh, from the channel Major Scaled TV. Oh, this is yeah, this is one of Nick's favorite cause celeb. I think he uses like uh, some feature in Melodyne, uh, like a polyphonic setting where it can analyze the song, and then you can take a pencil and move notes around. Uh, pretty crazy how the algorithm works, but yeah. You know, he'll take songs that are in a major key and flip them to minor or vice versa. (laughs) I know where you're going with this. (laughs) So he has a version of um, Losing My Religion that he has penciled around to be in a major key. The technology behind it is pretty crazy, though, isn't it? Let's get to the chorus here. Oh. Uh... <laughs> oh man! It's truly, truly incredible. It's it's one of those things you're like I can't like if I were to hear that on the radio, I would be like that's extremely unsettling and I can't pinpoint why. Something's wrong here. Something's uh, what's the what's the guy's name? Uh, Major scaled TV. Major scale yeah, TV. Do a deep shout dive. out. Yeah, shout out to Major scale TV. Thank you for all your hard efforts. <laughs> Probably took him like fifty hours. To yeah, put, I know. Put that together. Was it just like on every on every note that falls minor, he goes to major? Is that the yeah, deal? he'll he'll go through and uh, rework note by note. Oh wow! So much, so tedious. Yeah. And for what cause? <laughs> you know, yeah. For what purpose? Our enjoyment. Our enjoyment. Oh, bless you, Chris. Oh. Oh. Sorry, I'm allergic to cats. I'm a cat. Yeah, we're all cats. We're all cats, except for Chris. Hey, what's up next? We have um, uh, a song by Faithless. Uh, there you go. This is Don't Leave by Faithless. Oh, here we go. So what's happening Ooh, in the movie? A this choir. Yeah. You got me hurting, don't leave. Well, Cameron Diaz has left, and this is when Ewan McGregor is like, like kicking the dirt. I want to be really God dismissive of this song, but this song would function so well in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very scory. Damn it. So we were looking into this band earlier and realized that they did this one song that I remember so intensely from the 90s, and I have no idea from what. The, Faithless. Uh, insomnia. Let's see. We have Insomnia by Faithless. Which was... This is a radio edit? Is this 33 million? Insomnia was a club banger. And, like, this is... I mean, very 90s, but a lot of 90s... Are we talking, like, early 90s Portland Raider? No, this is, like, Kill's Bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, because from that other song... It's very British. I would not have guessed... That they had a club banger from that other song. Oh, this is like British. Hey man, you gotta you gotta try this. Here you go, man. Just take a little taste. <laughs> Mitsubishi's. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky Charms double stacks. <laughs> double stacks. They also have another track here, which I do not want to listen to, called "God Is a DJ." <laughs> Play it, play it. No, million. That's for the listeners at home to follow up on. <laughs> Got some homework. Like, I can just imagine a club with like you know like rafters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thinking endless rafters. Literally clubs. like Terminal Five before they converted it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. Are there any like venues like that in New York still? They're just like giant techno warehouse dance party places. I don't really think so. That are still around. 
Yeah. Listeners, if you know of any, asking, Find us on Yelp. asking for a friend. <laughs> <Just Yeah. okay. laughs> yeah, I want to have a nightmare experience. <laughs> yeah, I went to House of Yes uh, oh. two years ago, and I was like, this is not for me. You <laughs> <laughs> just walked in and like, looked around. I was like, I, I, um, I can't do this. Lying in a bed, and there was a, a, a woman in like fur... Uh, like fur boots and stuff, and her boots were like wet. Oh, like, uh, like wet them, fur. Wet yeah. fur, and one of them was like hitting me in the face, and she was like, you know, oh. making herself comfortable. And I was like, hey, get out of here. Uh, this is this is fine. Fine. You know, we all talked about. We were worried we weren't going to have enough to talk about on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot to say about this next track. That's. Um, what, what what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is God is a DJ. Oh, God. by Underworld. Oh, there we go. So okay, in the similar vein as well. Like, yeah, there's is, a lot this of is, this. This is no, Chris. This, this, this is, is Chris very... walking into House of Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I listen. I listen to a lot of Underworld, and some of it is good. This is like the most generic of Underworld tracks. Yeah. This is just filler for like they're like eh, oh there's another chase scene in the movie we got to put something in right. there. Well, Bathroom under- line. Underworld <laughs> was also on the Train Spotting soundtrack. Yeah, they had that. Um... Was it Born Slippy or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that Underworld? Yeah, yeah. And I will say that a lot of like electronica from this era is, first of all, undanceable too because it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like <laughs> and it's just like and you're like oh, okay this is like. Good for like a like a movie, but n- nothing else. Well, it was all white people dancing to it at the time, so it didn't matter. White people, and I guess everybody was like on crank or something, because it's like there's it's not dancing. Just, yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, because I think back to like like Chemical Brothers and stuff like that. Yeah, and we're, yeah, we're, it's, we're gonna it's like Big Beat and like Jungle and stuff like that. Where yeah. the, the tempo makes it just bizarre it's just the bpm is bizarre the comments and- on this song are pretty hilarious we have <laughs> thank you for sharing my friend awesome um at sonic sub junkie says i heard it in a life less ordinary in 2001 i looked for it day after day <laughs> and finally found it in 2008 now if someone can help me with my next hunt the theme song in jamie's kitchen I think you just so, Google Jamie's Kitchen theme song and see what comes out. <laughs> Jamie's Kitchen. Yeah, I think it's pretty easy, man. If I can direct you to a search engine, yeah. perhaps that could help you out. And, so, and someone someone chimes in, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah. I'll let you know. I will say, so these Orbital songs, the the tempo is a little bit more manageable, and I respect yeah. it for that, even if there's not much like like soul to it. <laughs> So imagine listening to the song on YouTube and then feeling the need to chime in, like, finally, just so you know, finally. <laughs> have you guys ever Thank chimed you. in on a YouTube video? By the way, <laughs> well, no. only like, what is what I is this have. song? What is the name of this song? <laughs> or like, um, actually, this is technically written by this person, or like, you know, like, I'll to throw down like, like a Pepe frog. I'll yeah. have like a frog. <laughs> Put Ready it, to go. Put yeah. it in and just be like, come at me. Yeah, or or just to start some trouble. Under, underworld sucks, Pepe <laughs> yeah. Frog. Yeah. Should we get into Caleb's Yelp account? Yeah. Uh, story? As a father of five. As a father of five. Bill Yuns. <laughs> at Bill Yuns. I wrote a review for the palace and they don't even have a Yelp account up. I don't know how that... Maybe I need to start it for them. 
It's the Wild West with Yelp stuff, man. If they don't have one, you can just start one for a place. Maybe we should oh, you just, can submit. Isn't we'll that great? Uh, yeah. Maybe we should start one for the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Drig Studio. Find us on Yelp. <laughs> Find us on Yelp. <laughs> Too much cat hair. <laughs> my, my little boy was allergic the entire time. Oh, I see the cardigans on here. Yeah, baby. The cardigans, cardigans are back. A little bit of a recurring band in yeah. the pod. They never really had anything better than Love Fool, right? No. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. They, we shouldn't yeah, even listen to this yeah. next song. Yeah. We're going to skip this next song <laughs> called It's War by the Cardigans. It's War, not It's a War. They're like the Kenny Loggins of the 90s. Yeah. And that, that sang a lot. Oh, Gwen Stefani, maybe. Oh, no doubty. Mishra on YouTube says this is good with lots of O's. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> is it? No, this isn't good. This is a really, really beautiful song, and I really, really love the Cardigans. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. The Cardigans are right. That's not a very good Cardigan song. Yeah, they've done better than that. I believe in them to do better than that. Was that a song that was commissioned for the film, or is that a uh, pre-existing? Card? I think that was pre-existing. It's original card. Original card. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because I've seen it uh, when we were doing re- like listen. It was uh, on YouTube with like an album cover artist. Yeah. But it's uh, that seems like a deep album track. That doesn't. It's not poppy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to piece together what this movie is about based on the songs we've heard so far. How's that, so, work, how's that working out? What do you got? I, I imagine a lot of like high-paced action is happening and that's where all the techno stuff goes. And yeah. then it's like... Fast cars. Love Lorne, like Love Lost, Ewan McGregor, like... It's ostensibly looking a, a love story, but there's, it, there's two angels that come to Earth to try to, uh, try to push these people together of course. to be in love. But then there's like weird consequences where if they don't make the love happen, they're going to be abandoned on Earth. So at a certain point, they decide to just start stealing money and kidnapping people. It doesn't make any sense. So my question is, are all angels responsible for all love on Earth? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I don't know, man. Yeah. I like, uh, I do like movies. Stanley Tucci plays a dentist. Yeah. What? <laughs> the Tooch! <laughs> the Tooch back at it again. It's funny, if you uh, look at Stanley Tucci in this movie, the same as now. Dude, oh, Un- the guy does not age. <laughs> Unaging. Unaging. Well, because he was, he, he was bald way early on, right? It's the Tobolowski effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, if you, if to- you, like, you... Stephen Tobolowski is, like, 19 in Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you go bald at like 20 you just will look the same till you're like in your 60s you know what i mean it's a blessing it's a blessing it's, a blessing. it's great man. yeah it's one of the best things happening to me yeah. <laughs> i am clinging to my hair like a fucking idiot <laughs> all right what are, what are we are we still on this cardigan song or cardigans are over man <laughs> cardigans are over man <laughs> man Let's hit a break. Yeah, I need a break. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys later. See you tomorrow. We'll be right back. Bye.
everybody thank you so much for listening to the track listing podcast uh please like and subscribe and make sure to rate and review on itunes that's important spotify you can also find us there caleb uh, we really appreciate it and also we're on social media if you want to find us on twitter that is at track listing pod and i think you can find us on instagram instagram is track listing podcast and i think we actually might have an old-fashioned website oh tracklistingpodcast.com <laughs> and uh, no facebook <laughs> no facebook allowed sorry mark too old you ruined our democracy <laughs> thanks for listening we love y'all we're back with more folk implosion Somehow, for some reason. This is coast to coast AM. <laughs> Stick with us, folks. I guarantee you this song is good. Okay. Yeah, it's, I mean. I don't know, so far so no. 1995. Anyways, so. Uh, Your only comment is glory. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Glory! Welcome back, everyone. Uh, before we get back to the uh, Lifeless and Ordinary soundtrack, we're gonna pick up with um, the second two, the second ver- the second half. What? <laughs> of uh, covers blown. So, covers blown. So here, here on the podcast, we encounter a lot of um, pretty mediocre covers, and uh, I did a little digging and found some very subpar covers, and we're gonna do a little trivia. Uh, and how much do you know about terrible covers? Terrible covers. Okay. So, uh, how much do you know about Ozzy Osbourne? I know quite uh, a bit. I know some Ozzy Osbourne uh, on guitar. I'm willing. I'm willing to forget it all. So, uh, Ozzy. Bark at the Moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pete on the Alamo. Yeah. Uh, snorted some ants. Yeah, snorted uh, ants. Drank his own pee pee. Yeah. So, uh, what you might not know is that in, uh, in 1999, he collaborated with a new metal band called Coal Chamber. Ooh, I know Coal Chamber. Love Coal Chamber. So, uh, <laughs> early Coal Chamber. 1999. Best. So good. Coal Chamber's album, Chamber Music. Nice. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Featured a, it, featured oh, a, it. it featured a cover. A cover of an art rock classic. Okay. Was it a cover of Shock the Monkey by Peter Gabriel? <gasps> Mm-hmm. Was it a cover of Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush? Or was it a cover of Psycho Killer by Talking Heads? All, I love all three of those songs, by the way. Great songs. Um, they which which got... one did they destroy? My impulse is Psycho Killer. Uh, before we really start the thinking, yeah. side note, they should have called their, uh, they should have called their album Chamber Maid. M-A-D-E. M-A-D-E. Like, made in the chamber. I think every um, new metal music band producer has to think heart. hard about their puns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have to think so very they taken careful. seriously. They better have a good pun for their album title. Um, I'm going to say Running Up That Hill. Uh, even though, you know what? Shock the Monkey sounds like something Ozzy Osbourne would... Right. Could crush with his, like, with his vocals. But... But, like... Running up that hill, red and let's have it. Let's, let's have our. Um, let's consult here. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's consult. Okay, running up the hill. It's British. Peter Gabriel, he's British too. Yeah. Um, Some people say that. Psycho Killer. I don't. I think Psycho Killer was would have been too. Too out there. 
You, you said your gut was Psycho Killer, though, right? Ozzy. Yeah. Because it's Ozzy. Ozzy. What, what the fuck, Ozzy? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say running up that hill. Running up the hill. I don't know. I hope it is. Mm. <laughs> 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 Nick's just mm, okay. Mm, okay. Mm. All right. Um, this is a great remix. <laughs> Thank you to Attic Stein for doing some weird remix of the Jeopardy theme song. I think <laughs> what we're finding out about this segment is that there's endless Jeopardy remixes. Yes, very remixable. Yeah, you know, <laughs> waiting music. All right, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with Psycho Killer, Psycho Killer. and you're gonna say. All right, we let's might have be the we might be both wrong. This is number three. Ah, fuck, we're both wrong. Shock the monkey. Whoa. Wow. Weird. Thank you, Ozzy. Uh, you gotta wait for the part where they yell monkey over and over. <laughs> yeah. Monkey! <laughs> oh, wait. wow. There, there's Ozzy. <laughs> oh, there's Ozzy. <laughs> there he is! That, that wasn't him earlier. No, that's the cold chamber. The cold chamber guy. Here it is. (laughs) (laughs) There's Ozzy. (laughs) Yeah. Truly, truly incredible. I I do love Ozzy's voice. I think it's like one of the coolest (laughs) voices in rock, man. Sabbath, dude. Fucking Sabbath, man. So I'm in 79, dude. Face melted, dude. Paranoia? (laughs) Real. All right, so we got we have one more round before we get back to our soundtrack. Right. Uh, so, how much do you guys know about a little band <laughs> called Maroon Five? Uh, wow, uh, I, they uh, played at my wedding. Uh, <laughs> second time we're mentioning Maroon Five, <laughs> yeah. which I'm kind of upset about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let us yeah. slide. Imagine being one of those weddings that they played at for their fucking music video, and you're like, God, yeah, sorry, God, sorry, not... everyone. Right, so, <laughs> so we all we all know uh, Maroon Five. The lead singer Adam Levine has gone solo. Some pop hits. They've delved into some. A little bit funkier territories. He's got his own shoes. But uh, but here's, guys, <laughs> here's the real question. Nuts. Uh, what song has Maroon Five uh, covered from a movie musical? Okay. Ooh, I may know this. Okay. But, okay. Well, if you if you think you know it from, then let let uh, Nick pick first, and okay. then you can tell me well, the me, actual answer. Okay. Uh, so first, is it? I feel honored. <laughs> you're the one that I love off of Grease, classic mm-hmm. song. Is it number two, Pure Imagination from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Mm-hmm. Or is it number three, My Favorite Things from The Sound of Music? Mm-hmm. And I want you to try to put yourself in Adam Levine's shoes. <laughs> his, his, his own his design shoes. shoes. <laughs> Imagine shoes. that you yeah. bought the shoes yeah. and you're wearing them. Okay, I do not know this. Uh, I thought it was going to be something more contemporary. Yeah. Um, I thought it was something for rent. But I don't think it's... Uh, the Grease one because the name of that song is You're the One That I Want I not You're the One That I Love yep. so that was incorrect uh, Caleb botched that one <laughs> so you can get that off of the yeah. get that off first of all nobody knows more about movie musicals than I do <laughs> um, what, this... would it, what would Adam Levine do I used to have that bracelet <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what it's, um, the one from The Sound of Music, these are my favorite things, or, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Pure Imagination? I think I would probably lean towards my favorite things. 
I would lean towards pure imagination pure because imagination. it is like a that's a more like accessible song. Like favorite things is just like what do you, that, that was standard. Vague. Yeah, but yeah. But now I'm thinking Greece oh. again. Maybe maybe Caleb just said the wrong thing, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is. Is it weird enough to be true? It yeah. is called the one that I love. Oh, it is. I thought it was you're the one that I want. Hmm. <laughs> That was the Power Rangers sound right there. Thanks again to Attic Stein for <laughs> fantastic work. Um, I could see him doing the Grease one, to be honest. Yep. Everyone wants to be Danny Zuko, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to sing that at a carnival and then drive off into the sunset in a weird uh, Cadillac, <laughs> you know? Um, I'm going to say my favorite things because it might be weird enough to actually be true. I'm going to say pure imagination. Pure imagination. All right, here we go. The big reveal. Come with me and you'll be There we go. There it is. In a world of pure imagination. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how it it's just a nightmare. <laughs> Pure nightmare. Imagine being on the tour with Willy Wonka, and then he's like Ugh. creepily walking over to all his stuff, and you're like, hey, right, let's, let's go ahead and, okay, let's get to the next thing here, bud. Did he prepare these songs beforehand? He <laughs> yeah. knew we were going to die in this way? There uh, was no music producer just turned around in the in the chair in the studio and said, guys, we're not going to do this. <laughs> I have they to... just haven't been told no. Yeah. They've never been in, told in, no. In, in complete fairness for uh, Maroon 5, our Ugh. friends in Maroon 5, that was for, it was like a... Yeah, was it was a force A compilation of children's songs covered by people. So <laughs> it was all like kind of in that vein. Okay. All right. Uh, but still really, really bad. And I should say that there, there are no equivocations for that Aussie song. That's just the song they That's did. That's just them shocking the monkey, baby. <laughs> monkey! Um. <laughs> monkey! <laughs> That's my, that's my favorite thing yeah, I've probably ever heard. <laughs> Thank you for that, Jim. Cold Chamber. Thank you for playing. God, Cold yeah. Chamber sucks, dude. <laughs> God, I suck. The funny thing is that I, when I read about it, I was like, oh, like Ozzy did like a whole album maybe with another band. Yeah. No, it was like a Cold Chamber album, and I think Ozzy was only on that one track. God, that's wow. <laughs> brutal. Right, guys, come on, Ozzy's coming in the studio. Don't blow this, guys. Where's Ozzy? Oh, there he is. <laughs> it's Cold Chamber having a like a meeting beforehand. Be like, look, we want to work with him in the future. Okay, he's a legend. Remember, don't you gotta hit yeah, monkey you gotta hard. You gotta hit monkey hard. You gotta dude. hit it hard. Use that rock royalty. Monkey. Use it, <laughs> monkey. <laughs> Well, what, okay, uh, in Meet the or what's what was the name of the show? The, just the Osbournes. Yeah. Uh, they uh, their title um, theme was a guy that did all these like heavy metal songs in like a jazzy swingy thing. I can't oh, remember. Was yeah. it like Tony Tony Randall or something or like somebody along those lines? It was. A, oh, yeah. It's like crazy. But no. that's how it goes. Like it was Paul, definitely Paul Anka kind no, of. No, it was like a guy in LA who was like kind of a troubadour. Like he had like a gig, I think, at probably like kind of a happening in LA spot. And people would go in and he'd do his loungy covers. You got of, to roll yeah. with the punches. You <laughs> get to run to. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, uh, Nikki, back to the soundtrack. Oh boy, all right. We got to try to. 
We got to change the pace thing. here. We got to take this thing home. This is uh, yeah, uh, changing lanes. This is Elvis Presley with uh, uh, always on my mind. Where in Elvis's career was this? I think this has got to be a little bit later. We discussed on an earlier episode that by the time Elvis was my age, he was already dying. This might have been... 40 what? 42 when he died? Is that what you said? Yeah, something like that. But I think he was like... So much younger than He was having like uh, some... some Drug overdose problems mm-hmm. by the time he was like third, third age. And so I'm, I told this before, but when we think of uh, fat, sweaty Vegas Elvis, he's yeah. like my age. But <laughs> <laughs> he was like, just people were like shuddering. Oh God, that's Elvis. <laughs> one foot in the grave. He was Caleb's age. Oh my God. You can barely get through back, songs without crying. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, back then, like you would, you would die at age fifty with your briefcase in your hand. So he was like. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so, so we talked about this uh, in the in the movie A Life Less Ordinary. Uh, uh, Ewan McGregor's girlfriend leaves him for an aerobics instructor. Classic. Classic. The ta- tale is old as time. Really, yeah. uh, a male aerobics instructor. We don't have to tell you. You all know the plot of yeah, Less you Life Less Ordinary. Yeah. But um, Elvis's real life wife left him for his karate instructor who he like he Yikes. like insisted that she take karate lessons because he was so obsessed with karate yeah, yeah. that's insane and oh, as, there a, are... as a drug addled overweight 37 year old <laughs> soon-to-be corpse and there are hours of soon-to-be corpse <laughs> jesus christ dude bloated corpse dark he was, he was eating like fried like peanut butter sandwiches or whatever and doing karate <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> there are hours there are hours of youtube videos of uh, elvis doing karate demonstrations and it's amazing scaring his backup singer. yeah he's that like was a, my favorite thing when yeah, yeah that's when he was still <gasps> kind of with it like when he first started his residencies in, in and he, he did a thing where he started like singing it's like a part in the He'll song walk up to them it's a breakdown and he like locked eyes with this young backup singer and like kind of like kept coming at her singing and she was like getting like visibly agitated and nervous and he does kind of like a faint, like, oh, yeah, sorry. And he takes a step away, and then he lunges at her, and she falls on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and we've talked about this multiple times between the three of us, but there's the uh, there's a great, uh, I think, Malcolm Gladwell podcast with the, the, the para, paralaxis, Paraplaxis. Paraplaxis. Yeah, paraplaxis. it was part of the, uh, what is the, the history, what is the name of that podcast? Um, uh, revisionist history. Revisionist history, yeah, yeah. And... Um, Elvis couldn't get uh, through one of his songs, uh, Are You Lonesome Tonight? Because it reminded of his oh, wife yeah, that right. left him for his karate instructor. It was another breakdown. It was this weird spoken word breakdown that didn't, like, it doesn't go to beats. So right. it's kind it's, of complicated to, like, and it's all about. He kept getting tripped up at yeah. the same line every time. Yeah, there's like six or seven recordings of him, like, really botching it. Watching it, and then he, yeah, he tries to cover it up by making jokes, but he starts stuttering, and and he's just sweating. Oh, dude, and there's like one video just sweating and crying. There's one video of him, yeah, just he's crying and he's like laughing, but you're like, ah, those are tears. <laughs> like, are you lonesome tonight? And then he goes into like the you know whatever the breakdown is. It's like, 
So I wonder <laughs> are you, if you're a blah, 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 for the little plus tax. And the whole thing is he's about losing like, his mind. He's like, I wonder if while you're with your new man, if you ever think about me. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so dark. And it's got to be so real for him. But like, I mean, he was also, it's also revealed on that podcast that he was just a monster to Priscilla Presley. Like, oh, yeah. oh, kept her under lock yeah. and key and like. It's a monster. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. He, and he was loaded with barbiturates the whole time he was up there. So yeah. that, that'll get the lips a little quivery. <laughs> yeah, that'll get anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that'll make everybody a little jittery on a Vegas stage. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nikki, what are, we, what are we rolling up on next? Uh, unfortunately, the next track is uh, <laughs> "Peace in the Valley" by Alabama. No, 3. this is a good song. Okay, I mean, let's. Electro country, everyone's favorite mashup genre. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of like twangy electro on this album. Drum machines and uh, well, this is Danny Boyle's version of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the UK imagines America is like. This is from the album Exile on Cold Harbor Lane. Come on. We we all know what that's ripped from. (laughs) So this is Alabama 3, also known as A3. Our most famous as being the band that did the song that was used as the theme song for The Sopranos. So the whole Get Yourself a Gun song was Alabama 3. Where are they from? Uh, Are they from the United States? Yeah, I think they were maybe like a North That's Carolina. Safe bet. They had better be. I mean, they had better be from Alabama. Yeah, don't don't quote me on that. Actually, they could be like Norwegian. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, I'm guessing because I mean, this was the era of you know your rednecks, par example. Oh yeah, that you, was the what the, the Cotton Eye Joe, Cotton Eye Joe, Swedish, Swedish Cotton Eye Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliant. <laughs> I think they might be. I don't know. Brilliant I actually, I literally just know this song and the one from The Sopranos. Yeah, I would like. I actually put on The Sopranos for the first time in a long time the other day. Still holds up. The show does. The song does not. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, intro uh, is surprisingly cheesy. When you go back and watch it, it's, it's like, fine. Oof. But the song, you're kind of like, man, I, I, I really didn't have to hear the song ever again. And it's, <laughs> it's long. Like we're used to like the Netflix thing where after a while they just start skipping the intro. But they like play you have that the option song to skip and intro. Driving around. Uh, well, they have. I mean, like True Detective has some. Has a pretty long is, intro that I watch every time. But they like that. I mean, those are great intros. As was the uh, the Westworld intro, I would watch every time. I like the the animation of like the horse getting made. Three D printed. Three D printing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, would, I think those are great intros. Yeah. When I was yeah. a kid, I used to yeah. I used to listen yeah. to that the Peace in the Valley song we just listened to. Like uh, I used to listen to. I used to really like it. I think you're suffering from what I suffered from during the Godzilla episode. No, I'm not episode, saying that it's a great that. song, but I'm, say, I'm saying it's all right. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's no fuel. It's no fuel, okay? It's no rage Fine. against the machine, no shelter, okay? Actually, we do have a great track up next. It should be a nice breath of fresh air. <laughs> this is uh, Beyond the Sea by Bobby Darren. There we go. Oh, that's amazing. Classic song. Favrocore. Yeah. Favrocore. <laughs> no, we haven't gotten to the Favrocore We haven't gotten to Favrocore yet. <laughs> Jump the gun. <laughs> this is, if I remember right, this song is featured very prominently where there's a scene where they're like doing kind of karaoke or something. 
There's some dance number in a bar in it's, this movie. And it's like right? a thing where the way it's really happening, and then it cuts to like a, it's like a choreographed like version, reality of, versus of like what they're imagining. I can't, yeah. I can't remember how it goes, but yeah. it's like you and McGregor like singing this song and sliding across bars and stuff. That song uh, has the most key changes out of any song. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it keeps going. Keeps going. Yeah, well, it's like, uh, like love on top. It's basically a cover of a French song, yeah, yeah. La Mer, which is. Like, Bobby Darren turns it into a song, of, like, a love song about, like, going across the sea to meet somebody. Yeah. But the French song is actually just talking about the sea. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's and like, do we have the, the, yeah. the best version of that oh, French this is, song pulled up? Let's get a little taste of that. Yeah. If we have it here. Here we go. This is Julio Iglesias. Enrique's father. Uh, I, lo- I, I love this song. Il faut que je... Lis toutes les paroles parce que elle vient de la faire il y a trois jours. Elle a seulement trois jours, et et c'est pour ça que je le parle ici. Opairfamily.com, the post of this video says this video is only on our channel and we really like it. <laughs> is this live? Is this him playing it live? This is a live recording. Oh, nice. Great. Oh, oh, okay. Give it up. Uh, <laughs> if you guys have seen Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, this plays a prominent role in the movie, and it's like during like the the pinnacle scene of it. And it's, oh, there's a great. Is Colin Firth like stealing somebody's wife in the background? <laughs> For the most, yeah. I mean, in a way, in a way. There's a lot happening in the scene, but I like we have some comments here. Yeah, I, I was brought here by Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like. Then key change. <laughs> uh, Tim- Another key change. And it goes <laughs> higher and higher and higher. It's great. Let's see. Timothy Kelly from three years ago says, uh, You can almost hear the panties drop in the audience. <laughs> big smiley face with big nose. Nice. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. Excellent. I could listen That's to La Mer forever. Not gross at all. <laughs> There's a mole in the comments. Oh, Tinker Taylor. <laughs> the circus has a mole. <laughs> it's your job to find it. <laughs> so, there's a there we uh, there's like a seven part BBC series yeah, yeah, with Alec Guinness, Guinness, yeah, I which is amazing. But it's it's pretty British. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but the thing about the Oldman version, they, I think they have to consent things so much that it's like, yeah. who's the mole? Is it one of those guys or is it Colin Firth? Yeah, the biggest build actor. And you're on like, the thing. you're like, I recognize Colin Firth from a lot of movies, and he hasn't done much in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, could be a mole. Yeah, it's like the other three guys, or is yeah. it Colin Firth? Um, okay. It's very true. I get those two guys confused with each other, so it's probably <laughs> Colin Firth. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a, a long-running joke in our family. Like the uh, all the guys want to like watch some Tinker Tailor Soldiers buy something during the holidays, and like all the women in our family are like. I don't get it. It's it's so convoluted. There's so many like loose ends. I I am not interested in watching this. This is like what the British think. <laughs> what the circus thinks is gold is shit. They're giving us the wrong information. But the real mole is it? Like it's just like very layered uh, espionage. It's really good. Steph fell asleep. I think before the credits rolled. <laughs> yeah. No. It's. Uh... You could fall asleep before the intro. Like, before the intro credits were over. <laughs> no, it's one of those things where like the glass like hit, like hit the ground with a thud. Yeah, and she like rolled off the couch onto the ground. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm watching it alone. Yeah, I think we've got a mole on the soundtrack here <laughs> up next. What are we? Uh, what are we? What are we? What is are the we? question. Where are, what, we? where are we? Who are we? Uh, we are Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh, oh there we, we go. are. Squirrel this is Nut the zippers. real reason I picked this, and this is our song. <laughs> yeah, put a lid on it. Who are you? 
the squirrel not zippers. Oh, right, this kind of music. Yeah. This could be in an early Mickey Mouse cartoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One that has, like, weird racist undertones or something. Oh, we're yeah. going to call them undertones? <laughs> yeah, not undertones. <laughs> just overtly racist content. Like. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> seems like that depiction know. is a little bit off-putting. So we were talking Donald earlier. Donald Duck is making bullets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I had this... I had the CD as a kid, and it's so there was like the whole bizarre swing dance revival. Yeah, when we were kids, and it was like not the new Jack Swing the we previously talked old about. Jack Swing, old Jack Swing, <laughs> the like disgustingly named Cherry Pop and Daddies. Yeah, like oh, all the yeah. Oh right. my god! And those were and this was like the arty weird version. Yeah, this is like on this is like the least pop kind yeah. of end of that. It's a bit. Uh, <coughs> I, I can't even like. Sludgier version of that? I can't. I mean, yeah, I don't. Well, this is like so, so affected and so dated. Yeah. Like, she, like, the idea that this band got together and the lead singer or this woman decided that she was going to do the old timey, like, radio voice for everything. Yeah. Is such a, it's such a bizarre like corner to walk yourself into that you're like an old-timey band that but, does old-timey songs and they also but, settled on this band name squirrel nut zippers it's like really it's a, it's a sexual thing <laughs> don't, even, don't worry about it man so um, insane. I, I thought the squirrel nut zippers were all very tongue-in-cheek like i think they were making fun of themselves uh, as yeah, well or they didn't I mean, take themselves seriously but right? it's one of those uh, like I, I put them in the know. butthole surfers category. No, you know? no, I, completely different. I, remember, there's like a band Shut called put Pink, them in Pink the Martini. Surf. It's like there's no. It's if, so if you see their profile wide <laughs> shot on Spotify, it's do yourself a favor. <laughs> we had a pretty good riff on Favrocore. Favrocore, what we call the, what, the, the chain wallet. Yeah, ch- chain wallet, uh, fedora with a feather in it. Pinstripe. Pinstripe. Dude. The s- sleazy LA, like, yeah. uh, LA goblin jazz. Just <laughs> <laughs> coked out, swing dancing in like a. West Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> just like fucking insane. <laughs> Imagine if that was your life. I would oh just spend God. two hours on my hair and then yell at people yeah. and they know who I am. You know who I am? Yeah. Go home and look That's at some... Polaroids of your ex-girlfriend in a shoebox. <laughs> yeah, just, like the largest speakeasy you've ever seen in LA. Speakeasy with uh, like people park your cars, valet parking. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> LA's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't don't write me if you're from LA. <laughs> Another change of pace here with the last track on the soundtrack by The Prodigy. There we go. I was big into The Prodigy in middle school. Smack, I smack my bitch up. Yeah. I was really into yeah, The Fat of the Land. This mm-hmm. is yeah, off yeah. of the record it's before. Got a crab, that. Fat of the Land. Great album cover. Great album cover. Great album cover. L- little baby crab. This is full <laughs> throttle. Colorful, colorful crab. Mm-hmm. Oh, here yeah. we go. This is the remaster of Full Throttle. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's really low. Well. <laughs> long yeah. intro. There we go. Little almond breaky. Yeah. I think this is you would call like big beat, or I mean, there. This was the the time when there were so many genres of kind of unlistenable techno. Yeah. This is just bathroom line rave. Yeah. <laughs> bathroom is just yeah, waiting yeah, to go yeah. to the bathroom. Oh, like, oh, come on, Hi. man. We're trying to do yeah, drugs in there. there. <laughs> I mean, 
It seems like really generic now, but at the time, it was a soundtrack to the party that you would imagine would have been cool, but you were never at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Parties that never really existed, but yeah, everyone yeah. imagined that they Yeah, the did. idea of a rave when you're in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Where dudes with devil horns shaved into their heads were the lead yeah. singer. Well, that, the, the funny thing is, so this was the record before that guy started like taking over the lead singer role. Yeah, because it was, 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 was the black dude that would wear like giant chains. Like, well, that was were, the original was all, lead like, singer, right? No, I think it was all sampled vocals on the ah. first... Like, couple records and it was only fat of the land when like the label decided that we have to make this more of like a band if we're gonna get like any sort of commercial success yeah and so that's when they started dude like, firestarter was a cut yeah i, lo- I love yeah, that song. firestarter what was the one that had like the like the japanese like anime sword sound like <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one song? Like, no. oh, I wish I would have had it on the. I think that's already. like all Prodigy songs. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing like on MTV. Voodoo people, maybe. Or I breathe the voodoo. Breathe. Who do? Breathe. Breathe. What's breathe. Yeah. Pressure. People. Come play my game, old Tester. <laughs> Psycho. Someone. Yeah. Now there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What you? Yeah. You remember oh. these music videos on oh, MTV? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just like grotesque. Uh. All I really remember was smacking my bitch up with like the that oh, the point GoPro of, the point, of view. point of view, and then it shows the mirror, and it's a woman at the end of it. It turns Whoa. out it's a woman, or, so it's a like, terrible woman. <laughs> so it's like we're like throwing uh, like society's uh, like preconceived notions on the head, yeah. So like you wouldn't think a woman could do such things it's capable of, but that's just like society telling you they can't, you know. It's like all right. Turns out she's a doctor. <laughs> She's a doctor the whole time, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> fucking insane, man. She's a fucking doctor. <laughs> you fucking believe it. Uh, I remember that that video was like quote unquote banned on MTV, yeah. and it would only play in the middle of the night. And a yeah. buddy of mine like like recorded stayed up, it. recorded oh, it, and then brought it, and we would watch would it over do. and over. Yeah. Um, MTV after dark, <laughs> after dark. Um, I remember there was some like live MTV like music video awards or something you know 98 and then uh the guy with the devil horn haircut and he did this one thing where he like dripped drool into the audience yeah like it was such a visceral gross thing that like like it was a long like string of (laughs) drool people were like yeah oh my god drool Dude, I remember it was just like, ugh. The never, video never to Firestarter it. where he was just like, what? like running around in the tunnels. It was like some like kind of sub like sewer tunnels or something, and he was oh, just yeah. like whipping from like one end to the other. <laughs> like it was Sonic, awesome. like Sonic yeah, the Hedgehog, wearing a sweater. <laughs> he was just like wearing a sweater, like running around in the sewer. It was awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. unfortunately, we've gotten yeah. to the we've gotten to the point. The of the soundtrack episode. less ordinary. We have to yeah. actually uh, come to some sort of conclusion about oh, this. Oh, no, now we have to rate this. Uh, I'm going to start because it, there's a lot of build-up animosity between, uh, obviously, Dart and I from the fallout from the last episode. Yeah, it's been tense. We haven't spoken <laughs> <Yeah>. since. <laughs> uh, so out of 15 stars. 15 stars in the sky. Decimal points allowed. Little stars allowed. Uh, Little dipster. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to give it an 8. What? An eight. A slightly positive. Well, yeah, okay. That's an eight. 
Um, based on like like what are some of the standout tracks to you that well, you think you would listen to? The best to tracks on this are classics. So yeah. the Bobby Darren and the Elvis track are the best. So you but you have to handicap that because any album that puts on classic tracks, it's like you I mean, that's like a gimme. But like the Beck song is good. Yeah. Okay. Like even uh you know, I kind of like that Alabama three song, but maybe you guys don't. But like even you know, Sneaker Hill oh, song you mean fine. Three. <laughs> Luscious Jackson song, fine. Like, you know, everything is like they, all the weird like album cuts they're fine there's no embarrassing covers there's no I, I don't know of any of the songs that were like a real stinker I'm gonna give it a, a mildly positive review okay that's fair that's fair Nikki uh, what, what, Nikki, did, you, what did you think what you want me to go um I would say it's like got an overwhelmingly mild <laughs> taste <through> the, <laughs> yeah there, there are artists on here that you know I enjoy listening to um but none of these songs by them on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, but you know, this album also, you know, serves its purpose. It's of the time. Um, I think I could give this a, a four, a four, four. Oh, okay. wow. Four, four. A four, four by four. Yeah, just your classic four by four. <laughs> How would you feel if it had that Oasis song with the horns? <laughs> it would probably get up to 12. <laughs> If that one song from the movie yeah. is on here, that's why I bought that's the why album. That's why I bought the album. It's not on there. Disappointed. So, what do you got? I think you know you got to look at it like the overall vibe of the soundtrack, and a lot of it is like the kind of techno-y... Uh, Are you gonna go lower than his Godzilla? No, okay. no. <laughs> I guess not. I don't, you know. We don't deal in repercussion here. This, <laughs> this is a political rating system. I think I'm going to give it like a 7.4. So like a little Thank bit you, a little bit less than half. Wow. Uh, 7.4 out of 15. Well, so that's, well, well. That's a reasonable rate. Um, only because like I feel like the vibe of the whole album is pretty consistent. Like there were a lot of similar tracks. I, the, honestly, the Prodigy track at the end, I kind of dug. Um, it's reminiscent of uh, Train Spotting. Uh, I like that it's a radio station that I keep trying to change, and it keeps going back to the same thing. It's like a broken radio. In the I like that Danny Ball. He was trying to do like a slice of the two thousand or two like late nineties in the way that yeah. you did on on Train Spotting, but without perspective. It was all just not good. So but the, not terrible. It was this kind of like you go to the record store and you go, "Do you have the Train Spotting soundtrack?" And they go, "No, but." <laughs> And then they give you this, and then you you're listen like, to it twice. You like to listen to like, Ewan McGregor, and you're like, yeah. I don't think he's on Train Spot. I think that's the. You, okay. like, you like records with Ewan McGregor on the cover. <laughs> I don't know this guy. Check this one out. The kids are loving this these days. Only uh, 1985. Where so, yeah. do you buy CDs 7. these 4. days? Where would you go and ask that question uh, <laughs> tomorrow? I go to uh, Goody. What is it? <laughs> what Sam, Sam, Sam Goody. Is that Goody, still around? FYE. FYE. Uh, music Warehouse. Blockbuster Tower Music. Records. Tower Records. Music Land. Music Land. CD Warehouse. Um... I mean, God, where where do you not go? Uh, Borders, Best Buy, Borders. Shout out to Everyday Music in Portland. That's the one place that Barnes and they Noble. would let you try out a CD. Yeah, which was awesome. You would go there and you'd be like, what? And you're, "Nope." Did you guys? Uh, did you guys know Funko Land? Yeah, that's where I bought like video games. You get to try out the video game there, <laughs> and it was like to a kid that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember we. Me and my friend Brett, when we were kids, we told my mom that we were going to skateboard around the block. 
Yeah. And we rode like 10 miles or 15 miles away from my house <laughs> when we were like 12 years old to go to a Funko Land and play like 10 a new... miles on a skateboard. It was nuts. <laughs> like we were home really late. We went there to like play the new uh, like Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah, of course. You know, of course. That was a good Mortal Kombat. That was awesome, man. That was the last one before they went 3D. At Funko Land, I believe, merged or you know became part of GameStop. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 All right, right, so I think it's time for the, the recommendations. Yeah. Let's segue. So, Let's segue into Rex. Uh, so the theme uh, for this one, we, we decided to pick our favorite strange song. Our favorite song that was a little less ordinary. <laughs> a weird track, if you will. A weird track. Yeah. Weird. I feel it's like weird. I always have like I feel like every every time you ask me, there's like one song that I'm like, I think this song's really good, but it's so weird that I don't really play it for anybody. So I was trying to get like that kind of vibe. Um, who wants to Who wants to lead off? Well, do you have? I I had one before, and then I think I changed my mind. Um, did you have? Did you have the Kiro Kiro Bonito? Plugged oh, up. Kiro Kiro Bonito. Flamingo. Kiro Kiro, Kiro Bonito. Bonito. The song is Flamingo. This is a band that uh, that Steph likes quite a bit. Yeah, it's a there's a Japanese lead Kiro singer, Kiro but they're uh, they're based in uh, England. This video just has an image of like a little shrimp. Oh, the video is really cool. Uh, <laughs> if this is just like maybe this is just the static version, but the but I the song's very catchy. But uh, it's a pretty bizarre one. Like if I put on a party, so I'd be like, "What's that? Come on, take what's that?" Turns around. And the lyrics are just bizarre, but it's kind of like J-pop influence, that sort of stuff. Some heavy synth bass here. Oh yeah, it's a synth didgeridoo. <laughs> synth didgeridoo. <laughs> This is cool. This reminds me of like Chibamato a little bit. Yeah. It's really good. I love this song. Kiro Kiro Bonito. I give it a 12. <laughs> Out of 15? I'm going to start rating people's recommendations from now on. Just like okay. Uh, let's see. Kiro Kiro Bonito on tour. Next oh, yeah. year at Bloomington. I thought they were going to play at the Bluebird Nightclub. Maybe we missed them or something. I'm going to Seattle, El Paso, St. Louis. Guys, 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 we gotta go. We gotta go to the show. All right, so for my recommendation, these are songs that, by the way, we're adding to Caleb's the rec. track listing Spotify playlist. Caleb's, Caleb's favorite, rec. wait, this is, this is big news. Caleb's favorite weird track. Caleb's weird track. Caleb's weird track. Uh, it's funny because a lot of the songs that I wanted to pick for this, I was like, is this weird just because it's foreign? And uh, I was kind of confused about it, but this song actually has weird in the title, so I feel like I have a, a pass. So this is Weird Al. So this uh. is <laughs> no, this is a so it's a Russian DJ named Lipolis, uh, and featuring a, a Russian DJ named uh, Simple Symmetry, and then they sample a Thai folk song, and the song is called <laughs> okay. That's Weird Enough for Me. Great genre. Uh, weird shit, Zhu Palek. I mean, I don't know how to pronounce any of that. But uh, already, the problem is when you start reading the comments before you play the track. <laughs> play the track. Yeah, Are people right. saying it's weird? I don't know. Nico Callaghan says lyrics? Question mark? <laughs> this is sampled from. Uh, <laughs> This track is simply outstanding. I was going to ask if this was sampled from Full Metal Jacket or <laughs> something. Um, Nicole says, 
Ching Chong style. Oh no. Oh, oh, Come on, go. Nicole. Oh boy. What does that mean? So I I should <laughs> mention uh, that the the Russian DJ Lipolis mm-hmm. looks exactly like me. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Is that not you? Oh, <laughs> the reveal. Yeah. I, Are you living a double life, man? <laughs> Exit through the DJ booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, what? So is this a recent song? Uh, yeah, it's a couple, couple years old. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. But it's a re-edit. It's like an, the oh, way. the Thai part is old. Yeah, I want to hear the the original Thai version. Oh yeah, good luck. I couldn't, I couldn't find any. Really? It. <laughs> so that's Lipolis, and the name of the song Lipolis. is Weird Shit. Weird Shit. Hell yeah. One word. That's great. See, my pick out is... of fifteen. What, what do you give me? Uh oh. Oh boy! Yeah, let's give it a twelve, man. Is okay, that what you want? guys, guys, sit for tap. I, I know how you. I see how you're playing this. I get. You, I understand. <laughs> An equal playing field. <laughs> All right, Nikki. What are you? What are you adding? What's your weird track that you're adding to the track listing Spotify Just playlist? An old, old Paul McCartney. <laughs> yes, Paul McCartney synth pop. Uh, oh no! I know you're gonna. Yeah. Two words that you never thought would get there. <laughs> Uh, from 1980, off of McCartney's second solo album, uh, McCartney 2. Which came out maybe, what was it, 15 years after his first solo record or longer? Yeah. Uh, this is, um, one moment. I'm gonna keep this up. So this is, uh, it's a funny thing about this record is that when it came out, it was universally hated. <laughs> I oh, think. Yeah. But I now, it's, now it's a... It's it's got it's oh, gotten, it's a classic. It's right? been re- yeah, I mean, there's some great songs on it, but people, uh, kind of hipster Brooklynites, whatever, have like rediscovered it. This is temporary secretary. <laughs> like someone let Paul McCartney loose with a few cents. <laughs> this is a record he recorded all himself, played yeah. all the instruments. Some, like he got a hold of a Moog and he just started going for it. Yeah. The uh, if you're not familiar with the cover for McCartney 2, take a look at it. He looks as scared as we look right now, <laughs> listening to this track on the cover. Pure shock, confused. You should um, probably it might be worth playing a little bit of coming up because it's such a cut. I love I, coming up. I feel like it's track, the most yeah. like McCartney 2 forgot man. forgotten McCartney track. Is this on McCartney too? Yeah, I know this song. I've been big into Ram these days. Sounds jam, dude. This is definitely gonna get us a cease and desist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the Beatles are pretty laid back on. Yeah, they they don't care about it. Alerts are already going off somewhere. (laughs) Just the fact that we're listening to it. Thanks for your pick, Caleb. Thank you. Thank you for your pick. Did he just want to not sound like Paul McCartney in any of his songs? <laughs> Is that what he was going for? Trying to do something different, yeah. Yeah. Stretch it out a little bit. I mean, like, vocally. <laughs> like, uh, and lyrically, you know, they, him and John Lennon weaponizing yeah, songs at each other. And they're just, just like, ah. Tit for tat on songs. What a... Ugh. Being in a band is fun, everybody. <laughs> Watch some kind of monster if you guys haven't seen the Metallica documentary. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tracklisting, for listening to our review of A Life Less Ordinary. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Yelp. Try to guess our emails. Find us on Tumblr's. 
soon to be while discontinued. It's still, <laughs> while it's still around. <laughs> yeah. We love you guys. Thanks for Thank listening. Thank you. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.